0: Right? You have agency, you make your own choices. Yes. So that's why I don't understand why people are so mad. Because, because, because what if- You pray, prophet P Nelly can say something. All you got to do is pray about it. You want to do it, Nelly? then do it. So I'm just Did like, you
1: call him P Nelly? Nelly <laughs>
0: doesn't have sex.
1: If
2: we say we don't teach blind obedience, but then we say when, push come, when, when doubt comes in, follow the prophet anyway. How is that not a form of teaching blind obedience?
1: It's still a choice. See, I think most people that say that, though, honestly, are full of crap. I think 99% of these people that say, well, I've received personal revelation that goes against prophetic revelation aren't actually ever praying or reading their scriptures or cultivating any kind of measure of spirituality that makes me think they're such at such a high echelon of spirituality that they've received conflicting revelation. Oh, yeah, they're out batting
0: the prophet of God. Okay. Does the prophet not speak with God himself?
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Midnight Strike Through Mormons. I'm your host, Cardinalis. I'm joined in the studio by Quake... uh Uh-oh, I did that one wrong already. Quake-U-L, as well as our new friends, Zach, Aspen, and Tanner, returning to the studio. And today we're going to speak a little bit on an interesting topic that seems to be cruising through the interwebs, none other than Haney's speech... Actually, I shouldn't say speech, I'm sorry, talk here, on a living prophet... For the modern days or for, Sorry for the latter days uh, it, Apparently it's causing quite a stir On Twitter you said right Quanku, So just tell us what's going on my man
2: Well uh, first of all I just I think it's interesting I didn't know that um, uh-huh. Jeffrey R. Holland had a stunt double But it's, it's just It's <laughs> remarkable <laughs> He looks just like, like Holland wouldn't speak and they're like oh We gotcha <laughs> yeah. We got a guy who looks like the Walgreens To CVS of Jeffrey R. Holland Like just about the same a little different so yeah, people are talking about it though because um, yeah. What's well, the controversy, man? Just wh- well, why I, are they? What's he, their beef? Really, two things. One thing was that he he talked about following the prophet, which is not a bad thing, but he did it in a way that assumed, well, it it indirectly assumed infallibility among prophets and didn't give you any. Basically, there's no excuse to not follow the prophet ever. And second, he really? said... really. That's he, what you got. Well, th- I'm saying this is what people are taking out of it. Okay? Oh, the
1: same people that the say like thing- the crap about muskets that is not well, there a, little different, stuff. a little different. The second okay.
2: thing is um, he said that a living prophet is more important than a dead prophet and not to use the words of dead prophets, you know, to to contradict the living prophets. So what this does is it creates a new conversation on what you know, what does that mean when you extend it further? What does it mean? Is Nelson more important than Nephi? Is you know was Kimball more important than Joseph Smith what do these things mean so I guess we'll now discuss this and I Tanner is has some firm opinions so I can tell he's ringing in his seat
1: okay yeah so so yeah okay what are you thinking Tanner
2: so
3: my first problem with this um, this talk okay was when I was listening to it it was the Saturday morning session I was listening to it I was at work and he goes A prophet is, and I was like, okay, we're getting a definition of a prophet. This is perfect. This is exactly what I need. I need this right now.
1: Or a description of the action that he's engaged in, like the prophet is mowing the lawn. But okay, keep going. Yeah, But he said,
3: (laughs) he said, a prophet is someone God has personally prepared, called, corrected, inspired, rebuked, sanctified, and sustained. That is why we are never spiritually at risk in following prophetic counsel. And I 100% agree with the last part that if it is prophetic counsel, we are not spiritually at risk. However, when he said um, he gave us that list of things that qualify somebody as a prophet, I was thinking that's like most missionaries. God okay. has called, corrected, inspired, rebuked, sanctified, and sustained almost every single missionary
2: out there right now.
1: Okay. And I,
3: I,
2: I'm not to be a nitpicker, but he did also miss out on seeing and prophesying okay he did just he described a great disciple of christ but a prophet and a disciple there needs to be some differentiation between me and the guy leading the church you know
1: okay how much of that though is just your standard approach to worldly hierarchies because like we don't say the prophets have any different malchizedek priesthood than the most basic elder in the church does so there's already this strangely like as,
2: as seers and revelators as well
1: Okay. Yeah. So I'm
2: I'm just like uh, you know, if you're gonna say this is what a prophet is, I'm not I'm not trying to be a nitpicker, but okay. also you're gonna see something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm
1: surprised that you guys didn't like this too much. It sounds no, like, really huh?
2: Like well, I didn't dislike it. I don't want to be this. I, it's not. I don't like when we treat general conference like movie reviews. Okay. We're sitting back we're like, hmm. You know. Wow. You know,
1: this, this is this Emily
2: is supp- Bell Freeman was not her best role. Yeah. In, in this Sunday <laughs> <Yeah>. afternoon <laughs> yeah. session. Yeah. But I, 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 my, my, okay, here's what confused me. I'll just say it. I don't okay. Care if I get blasted in the comments, what confused me is,
1: ha- by the way, the guy that's saying he's confused is one wearing the pearls in the studio right now. But I mean, let's
0: get <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's actually two of us wearing pearls. Yeah. Okay. Studio. Oh, I'm you, not wearing pearls. It's a puka necklace. Okay, cool. Oh. Keep going. Okay. It's slightly more masculine. No. <laughs>
2: Hit it. Keep going. Puka is the least masculine word like You're wearing
0: place. pearls You're wearing grandma's pearls <laughs> Hey,
2: It's alright hey, They're
1: talking about it even on Joe Rogan They're talking about it so oh, keep nice. going So here's the thing
2: How it, Okay, If we say you're never spiritually at risk in following the prophet To me this says You should always just follow the prophet Now Here's my issue with that And I've had an issue with that but always being in the church. The first reason is because it assumes infallibility. The minute you tell me all I have to do is just follow what a man says, you're saying that man is infallible. Like that is an assumption of infallibility.
1: Well, were they saying that or were they just saying there's not spiritual risk in it? What's the difference? In... Well, there might be physical risk like who knows maybe he's a bad trailblazer like brigham young was there a might good be physical one maybe there was risk. a bad like maybe, one you like know? some and of I, those I, blood clots I, I, but, cardin, <laughs> what he,
3: but cardin what he did he did go on to say the doctrine and principles that we must follow to survive spiritually and endure physically are found in the words of a living prophet so he did say physically
1: Well, yeah, okay, because, you know, Mormons that obey the word of wisdom live on average 14% longer, according to recent studies done on this Mormons who get the
2: jab have 10 years less. I'm just so (laughs) excited (laughs) to say the jab. Okay,
1: look, I'll just get this out of here. I, like, I kind of, this actually really kind of surprises me because usually I'm a little bit more liberal on this kind of thing than, like, Kwaku and Radar and stuff. But to me, I kind of feel like this is what happens when those that hate the church get on twitter and try they they have things that they hate one of the things that they hate is the lds truth claim of having modern prophets and any chance they can to go after it they do and then that cynicism and that nitpicking and that fault finding where they're trying to show where he actually messed up and says that he's infallible and they try and say that oh you know he really said something worse than what he really did then affects even it infiltrates into the zeitgeist of even the membership. I watched this talk and you know what I thought? I thought great. To, I wish they would like. I, I I thought that it was the most basic boilerplate. Kind of talk out there, where it's just like, "Look, we got prophets, but the Lord sometimes rebukes them. But they're closer uh, and 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 wiser on on certain things than you are, so you should follow them." But there's also personal revelations. Like it's, I but, feel, okay, what, no, I this know. is what I feel. Actually, let me put in one sentence. I feel like we're engaged right now in the same argument that we have with evangelicals when they try and tell us that we are a work-based faith because of nitpicking scriptures like the ones in 2 Nephi saying, oh, well, there's this one verse, despite all of the other good ones about grace, there's this one verse with a controversial phrase that says, after all you can do, and we're going to purposely misinterpret it and then propagate a smear that you guys don't believe in grace and you only believe in works. And that somehow infiltrates the zeitgeist of even the members, when in reality, Everybody knows just like not, people walk on two legs, but we're not
2: hinging the truthfulness of the church based on this talk And that's what evangelicals do they say oh this uh-huh. is wrong. Therefore your book is false We're not saying therefore the church is false because of elder Haney's you know th- a couple sentences, but what I'm saying is He opened a door of a topic. We don't explore in the church. We just wave into the door and that's it so when we say all right You are never spiritually at risk in following the prophet. That means always follow the prophet. Now, if I can be told to always do something, and I can always follow X, and I will be okay, that is a claim of infallibility.
1: That's also. I I uh, I I think the the internal logic there is flawed, Quaker. And here's the reason why: he he starts out his talk. Look, actually, you know, I'm going to pull it up. Just so I don't take the words out of this guy's mouth, okay. I'm gonna pass his boomer joke about cartoons. All right. You know what I'm saying? And the white haired man, who is that? It's a prophet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna go straight into uh let's see right here. Oh, there's a big truck passing by, so we're gonna let that go. You know what I'm saying? Right here. Has personally prepared, called, corrected, inspired, rebuked, sanctified, and sustained. Okay. He literally defines a prophet as somebody who's been called, sanctified, all that other stuff, but rebuked. Uh, You can't inherently say the definition of a prophet insinuates rebuke from God when you do wrong things without their piggybacking automatically into that internal logic that they can screw up just like Jonah did, just like Peter did, just like Paul did. Just like James did. No, I'm with you, and then you. get re-
2: I'm, rebuked. I'm with you on that, but so if you even, can't be
1: saying the guy that said prophets get rebuked is the same guy that's saying they're infallible. I am. That's what. That's the
2: point. I'm saying if you're going to say both, this is why people are confused and upset. So I get it. No prophet is perfect, and we all understand the Understand
1: two things simultaneously. I, I, this to me, this is such midwit problems. No, no,
2: no. OK, if, if I there's say,
1: grace and there's works, we're saved by grace, but we show our acceptance I, of Christ through our works and we show that we, uh, you know, like, like, I don't can think you don't understand scissors. I, I, OK, this
2: is like saying I'm not, by the way, I'm not uh, I'm not dating Aspen, but let's say Aspen, okay. I'm not the perfect boyfriend, but you can always trust me and you can always if you if you'd follow what I say, it's always going to be OK. That's me saying I'm the perfect boyfriend Well
0: here's the thing because everything leads back Into the church you have personal revelation right You have agency you make your own choices So that's why I don't understand why people are so mad Because 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 what if You pray P Nelly can say something all you gotta do is pray about it You wanna do it then do it (laughs) Did you
1: call him P Nelly (laughs) P
0: Nelly Nelly. No I'm just saying all you have to do Is pray about it if you feel good about it then do it Because all of our choices are experiences here on earth are on you no i, agree with, I so agree with that i agree you want to follow the Prophet, follow the prophet and whatever happens because of that is because of your own choice not because Right, the prophet
1: does. I completely so agree. I'm
0: like, why y'all mad?
1: No, uh, no, no. Nobody's mad. I almost feel like you have to... This this talk was so basic and so good. I feel like you have to search out but the controversy in it. But it wasn't, like, it, okay, it was what. great. He starts out with a boomer joke. He gets the old people giggling so they all know that, oh, he's one of us. Okay, but Pardon, then, you I'm know... i quote like, the
2: Lord. Why is it that you cannot understand my speech, even because you cannot hear my word? Here's what I'm saying. Okay. If we claim... <laughs> that you are always doing the right thing by just following a man, you are claiming that man will not ever lead you in the wrong direction, which is a claim of infallibility. It's 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 an always. It's a 100%. If he said, get personal revelation, and if your true personal revelation from the Holy Ghost does not line up with the prophet, then fill in the blank. But we don't get that talk. And the natural question people have is, my personal revelation went against what X leader said. What do we do? We don't touch it. There's a blank on the paper that nobody has. The Scantron has six questions. And it says, these all are bubbled. And this one says, don't bubble, don't X, don't scratch. What do I do with these bubbles? And nobody wants to touch it. Not a Nobody, Nobody wants to
1: touch what? Whether personal revelation can when trump your personal prophetic rev- revelation?
2: If if your personal revelation goes against prophetic revelation, do you choose your personal okay, revelation? To me, or you there the- is
1: so much arrogance in that. Like, I, I look, I'll tell you this much right now. Okay. I think something that especially North American members struggle with is the concept that this is a kingdom of heaven. And that the priesthood operates like a kingdom not like a democracy not like a bureaucracy not like a mobocracy it operates like a kingdom the king is in charge okay and that rubs us wrong okay because think oh well because we're so used to these separation of powers and these checks and balances and all of these systems meant to keep it from failure that we learn about in civics class but In a kingdom, like, it's a kingdom, right? And so do you, I think if you're going to come at the king, you better not miss, okay? So there's a lot of arrogance when you say like, oh, well, my personal revelation, well, what if it um, actually uh, goes against what a prophet says? Tell me the instance. Tell me the instance that you actually feel that you were given personal revelation that was in direct conflict with pre- with prophetic revelation that was not a straw man of that prophetic revelation oh, that you saw on the internet. <laughs> I already know what's coming. Yeah. I already I know what's coming. It. Are you saying, and now, and now is the J-A-B, the Jibby Jabby, was that a straw man of what he said? Or is that what you thought he said?
2: He sent an email to every Mormon in the world saying, please get it. He called it a godsend. He
1: said to I think trust he said modern medicine was. I didn't like that either.
2: I promise you. He called the vaccine specifically. But
1: that also was not a revelation. That was a press.
2: That release. Release what I'm That's saying. what he claimed And I, I <laughs> had a truth here. I had a
1: problem. I had a problem. Now look, I'm 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 taking two steps towards you here, all right? I had a problem with the fact that whatever PR representative wanted to get that information out into the world did it on a letterhead that looked very similar to what happens when we get prophetic revelations. And they said, oh, well, the church membership should have known that it wasn't a church revelation because it didn't go through the channels of the priesthood. You just created a
2: bureaucrat character that you can you just made up a whipping boy (laughs) instead of I'm just saying they made it clear they wanted us to get the jab okay
3: it was signed by the first presidency
2: yeah
1: they had a signed president they release, wanted which us to get that bill gates like uh, that's
2: what they wanted okay they <laughs> they wanted that okay okay so now the question is people who prayed and said god does not want me to get this okay so here's okay. here's the thing if you have personal revelation and it, it goes against what the prophet is saying what do you do? And this is a See, conversation.
1: I, yeah, but here's you're you're falling. I understand.
2: I understand. You don't. You're come falling into my miss.
1: trap. You're falling into my trap. Though is right now you're comparing personal revelation, which I believe was revelatory, because you sat on your knees and prayed about it, to a press release from the church that was a faux pas, I believe, due to internal politics of the church. It was made I, to look like a revelation when it wasn't. So again, when have you had a personal release, revelation? I don't
2: think so. I mean, they they, they yeah, it was not it given out times.
1: To, no, it was not given through the proper priest. Sorry, I shouldn't say proper. That makes it sound like nitpicking But it wasn't released through the revelations um, are always released through the priesthood body. They always come down from the prophet, then they go to the uh, general authorities, and the general authorities disseminate them. So let's presidents. take that
2: one step further then. Uh-huh. If if a prophet is giving counsel, is it as valid as a counsel if he says, "Thus saith the Lord"?
1: repeat that question because I want to make sure that I totally understand it
2: so we have the prophet of the church okay? okay he's let's say he's he they released something as a press release okay now we have video we have we have we have text we have uh, press release we have we have all we have like six seven different ways of saying please get this okay okay in, in addition to make the missionaries get it in addition to have the church school say get this thing if you want to take classes, just kidding. You don't okay. have to take it because because some troublemakers and Provo made that hard to happen. I don't want to you know take responsibility, but <laughs> okay, it was a number of different avenues. Get the Fauci ouchie. So now I don't think it's fair to say that it was just a press release. They they communicated this thing in words and in action. Yeah
0: there's no to, to tap in yeah to oh, tap in that for a second go for it bro i distinctly remember i think it was the the general conference that happened was it spring or it was spring or fall but i don't know i remember distinctly and you can correct me if i'm wrong i might have a bad memory but i feel like the prophet and like he's like i encourage you all to go get the vaccine like he said he that urged. verbatim he didn't say do it. He, urged. he called it a godsend. Urge, encourage, and but. Well, no,
1: he said modern medicine and vaccinations I'm gonna are. I'm going to pull the quote right godsend. now,
2: okay? And if I'm right, then we get okay. to do one more crazy esoteric podcast.
1: Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this going to be? <laughs> I feel like there's no more left, but you know, okay, you know, we'll we'll, we'll do it. You can pull it up. All, all I'm saying, bro, is that this surprises me because I looked. I mean, am I wrong? Aspen, like here, you. What did you think? What was your bare about bones assessment of this talk? What'd you think? You saw it.
0: About the talk, like, all I remember was a plastic water bottle and like following the prophet. Like, I didn't really, there wasn't anything that jumped well, out. While maybe.
1: he's looking it up, Kwaku, this is what you're going to listen to. These were the notes that I wrote when I was doing pre production investigation in this, all right? Is I wrote, oh, boomer joke. I thought it was a cute boomer joke. All right, all I right. gave it a six out of 10. Then I really liked what he said about this. And I feel to a certain extent, I think you might be falling into this trap, okay? You gotta remember, dude, it's like the Charge of the Light Brigade, all right? So, here we go. Revelation that there's a living prophet on the earth changes everything. So he said, having personal revelation that there's a living prophet on the earth changes everything, okay. How does it change it, Haney? How does it change it, my man? It causes one to be uninterested in the debate about when is a prophet speaking as a prophet or whether one is ever justified in selective rejection of prophetic counsel. Oh, so here's a question. Maybe if you were, uh, you know, more righteous, you would be uninterested in whether or not Russell M. Nelson was speaking as a prophet in a press release, and would have gotten the ouchy Fauci.
2: I feel like no. that, <laughs> I, that makes That's no sense. That's okay. a pretty bad statement to make. <laughs> totally just kidding. So have, you I have bro. two. Okay, I'm going okay. to pull up right now. So you, not a fake, not a screenshot, not a quote the actual tweet from the prophet
1: okay, show it to me this is a good discussion okay. point and by the way I really think part of the reason I've said this multiple times on other programs too because this is a very nuanced opinion but I have to be very consistent with it I think whoever allowed the decision of that release nine months into the whole controversy that starts with a P and rhymes with plandemic okay that during that time I thought it was poorly timed and not well written and easily confused with prophetic revelation in a way that caused a lot of division, not just in my ward, in my parents' ward, in my friends' ward. I'm ward's, just saying. And it was bad. And they're paying the consequence. The fact that we're having this podcast and I got three Gen Zers who are doubting whether or not they can follow the prophet based on recent history with the ouchie Fauci that shows they're Because all the price. dimes in
2: Provo are going to be in now. Okay, that's not true. But <laughs> okay, so one, this is the prophet's tweet. Wendy and I were vaccinated today against COVID-19. We are thankful for the countless individuals who performed the work required to make this possible. We have prayed for this literal godsend. Receiving the vaccine is part of our personal effort to be good global citizens. And he tweeted it with a photo of him getting, there, <laughs> yeah, getting that's, it. that. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a tweet. So he's saying he thought it was a godsend. And in the early days, when but, they were doing but that's not modern medicine. Warp, warp Speed, all of the all of the conservatives were all about the Trump vaccine and it was the liberals saying they weren't going to take it because it was the Trump vaccine.
2: Well, I'm I, I, wasn't. I'm not on either train and I didn't, you know.
1: Yeah, ever. so I think you got an old doctor and who then, thinks it's a godsend that they developed a disease for a pandemic. To me, that's so b- boilerplate. I- Come on, bro. Look, even this right here. <laughs> remember the LDS
2: coloring page they put on the Gospel Library app said I can be brave of the little kid holding the stuffed animal getting in the back. Do you remember that? When that came out? Ooh. And the f- the pushback was so bad That's The a bad one. took it off gospel library It's like, pretty bad isn't Ooh. it Okay
1: I mean, come on I don't have a response to that one
2: <laughs> Okay so he <laughs> yeah. called the vaccine a godsend Said you know It's part of his uh, The effort to be good global citizens Okay and, and you got the press relief You got the missionaries get it BYU students get it Church staff get it all bishops please get it's like you we can't be honest here and say that the they did not tell us to get that jab they told us 900 different ways and the most the firmest way we know is because there is audio right now on youtube of a of a, a state conference in which elder rasband is saying i don't understand why the members of the church aren't getting it we made it clear. You need to get it. And he's talking about how upset he is that the members aren't getting it. He's like, we told them all to get it.
1: So is that your frustration, Tanner and Zach and Aspen? Is this like a reaction to the jibby jabby? That all of Twitter is getting angry about this talk? But pe-
0: People will be mad if he didn't. Ma- I feel like people are going to be mad if he made a statement, if he didn't make a statement, like if he's People are going to say, "Oh, he's hiding from it if he doesn't make a statement," especially cuz he's a doctor. He has all that stuff. Like, I worked in healthcare. I had to get it if I wanted to keep my job, right?
2: No, look, and I'm not I'm not on board the people that are just like always wanting to make the prophet look bad. I don't like those are not my people. I, but I am saying we we this is a valid actual dis- conversation happening he urged, in the church. He did not
0: be- tell, he urged. He did not tell you to do nothing. He never tells you to do anything.
2: What are you talking about? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't even <laughs> we, we just what are you talking about? He doesn't That's <laughs> his job! He's a prophet! You follow the prophet!
0: Yeah, he gives us <laughs> counsel. He does not tell us to do anything.
1: Well, I think, Ooh, I, I think what she's what trying is to the say difference between, She's trying to say that it's very rare he makes a direct order. Generally, yeah, he, he gives literally guidelines. would never be like Well, they never give orders. They're not politicians or the military. No, yeah, they they, Brigham Young said, go west. All of you. <laughs> now um, you know what, what? I'm saying? Like, no, it's no, a I wouldn't use orders. him as the example. Look, because <laughs> men were men back then. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? No, I,
2: wouldn't, I wouldn't use... Okay, uh, but but I, I, I don't... And maybe this is the nuance I'm happy we're getting in because... Ex-Mormons have these conversations and Mormons don't and then Mormons fall out of the church because the x-mos are actually having the deep convos and we refuse to except for oh, Except for Patrick. They're not having
1: deep convos. They're recycling 1838 stereotypes in the <laughs> same intellectual midwit dryer that they've been circling okay, in for okay. 150 years The
2: turn is there is nuance that we should be discussing in the church. So we're we discussing don't.
1: it great. You're apostate but I'm <laughs> not you know what <laughs> I said. <laughs> I'm totally just kidding bro. Could, look l- if you're trying to suggest that the mishandling of the fauci ouchie is making it so that people have second thoughts about boilerplate 11-minute talks on the role and the beauty of having a modern profit i'm all with you i think it was mishandled and i can understand why a reasonable layman would say hey wait a second But what about when you said get the Fauci ouchie, and that turned out being really ouchie ouchie?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I
1: I get that. I think that's a fair
2: argument. Okay. But I don't think you're getting what I'm saying. Here, this is why, and this is why I keep hitting this.
1: Okay. So say it in one sentence. What am I not getting?
2: If we recognize that in recent, in the past three years, church leadership has been wrong about a subject, then to have a talk that says. You're never spiritually at risk and following the prophet. Then what do we do with those people who were right? They were right. When they said, I should not get it because it's a bad thing. It is going to hurt. Okay.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a temple recommend question, bro. I know, but but we're moving the goalposts.
2: I'm just saying, what do we do? What do you do when you're literally confronted with God has told me to do is the opposite of what the prophet says. What do you do? Fill in the blank. Okay, let's
1: talk about it then. What do you do? This whole little argument started because I said, "You show me a time when you have actually had personal revelation that's flown in the face." And we of gave you a beautiful counsel. example, and, and everyone's like, Yeah, oh, that's a pretty good point." And, and then, okay, so fine. I, I reach stand, back into Orson Pratt's diary. I would say <laughs> I stand corrected, but I refuse to admit that you ever did something to correct me. That's so. Fine. Instead, I'm the same way. Instead, get I get some
2: pearls. You might be right. No. <laughs> 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 that's, I, okay. So anyway. Okay. So. Can, Continue as you were saying. Continue. Okay, here is my opinion that will get me canceled. <laughs> if all we needed was to just follow a man, we wouldn't need the Holy Spirit.
1: But you don't think that it was saying because we have so many talks about personal revelation. We always sustain people. We I, wouldn't I get sustain it. I get people. It.
2: I get it. I, get it. Oh I understand. Gosh. Okay. But we don't. We, we okay. Here is the talks on personal revelation. Here are the talks on following the prophet. Okay, and we do. We give these talks. And then eventually they're going to, we go, ah, no, no, nope, don't talk about it. Wait, but but what, when they cross, what about, no, don't talk about it. If your personal revelation goes against what the prophet says, well, then you should fill in the blank. Personally, I would love to hear
3: President Nelson actually speak on this subject. I think he would be the perfect person to have speak on this subject about what to do if we feel <laughs> as if the things that he has taught, the things that he has told us to do were were incorrect. I would love to hear what I he actually like thought. I feel
0: like they had. I can't remember what session it was, but I really, really loved it. How about people are not perfect, but gospel doctrine and principles. So I feel like
2: no, but, but they but, already but, have. I mean, we're not debating that. Like that's totally. But what we're saying is, I, I do not think he is a sinless, perfect man. I don't think any man is except for right, Jesus Christ. Right. But
1: this is a good case me, study. You have brought up a very good case study. If you're
2: going to tell me. The prophet will never lead the church astray, and you are never at risk to follow him. And then I follow him, and get a blood clot and pass out on the basketball court because of the. Mm-hmm, nah, then I was at risk in following the prophet. So my cousin, who has the revelation, that says, "Don't get it; it's going to hurt you." That guy was right, and I was wrong. So what do you so do? I'm going to play revelation? devil's
1: advocate here. Phone is going. I'm on. gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Okay Okay, you know how I said part of the reason why I don't really Entertain too many of these arguments, or I don't think they hold too much water This might be a personality type thing. All right, but if you view it as a kingdom Okay I'm not convinced that if I were to operate on my own understanding instead of the prophet's understanding and counsel 100% of the time, that I would do better than if I operated under his counsel and with his guidance 100% of the time. Let Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm convinced that if I were just to rely on unto my own understanding, as the scriptures say, because constantly we're always trying to rule ourselves instead of let the Lord rule us. Right. Or the Lord, through his prophets and his scriptures rule us. I'm convinced that I would bat 250 if I were left unto my own decision making. But that if I were to 100 percent submit to the Lord's prophet and his church, I'd probably bat. Let's just say the Vax was an error of the past three years. And now Russell M. Nelson is down to 950 batting average. That still triple quadruple what i would bat by myself and to me fulfills this man's talk saying there is spiritual security and physical endurance or whatever his exact words were in following the prophet and i'm not convinced that i have such good wisdom all the time that when i come at the king i wouldn't miss once Look, does I, that make sense? I
2: understand exactly what you're saying. You're better okay, and and the logic is you're better off following the prophet than just following you know your own.
1: However, we know he can't be perfect, so he's not batting one thousand. No, okay, okay uh, it's fair.
2: Okay, so what you're saying then means just always follow the prophet.
1: I wouldn't say blindly. Well, okay, well, because then if, you're not following the prophet. Because even the prophet has said. Go home and pray daily. Okay. I'm not convinced that some. But your was answer praying-
2: just put us back to the initial question. So when we say food yes the because blunt,
1: there's you- a duality of two simultaneous truths. There is a truth that we live in a church that says there are modern prophets, but you also must follow the ancient prophets. Oh, wait, but what if they appear to be saying something different? Oh, you might actually have to pray. Oh, wait, tithing. It gets confusing, especially in America when there's capital gains and there's income tax and there's property tax and there's fuel tax and there's petroleum tax and there's all the 15 million different taxes. How much money did I actually make? What is my increase? Meanwhile, the tribal dude that raises chickens in some other continent thinks, oh, I had 10 chickens. I'm gonna give one to the church. We don't have that luxury. So guess what? In order to to fulfill the commandment, we have to invoke both personal revelation, okay, and prophetic counsel simultaneously. So just because a guy Yes, but when they come at the crossroads Gordon, that's what we're saying. When they come at the crossroads, everything (laughs) operates pulling the blank when they come at the crossroads.
0: Everything operates. Can I can I tap in here?
1: Everything, no. Everything (laughs) operates in a duality, Kwaku. Grace and works, crime and punishment, mercy and justice. I can't vaccinate
2: myself, brother. What do you mean? No, no. I mean, certain things. Which, certain times, it will come to Orson Pratt goes into Brigham Young's office, historical thing, says, Adam is not God, you are wrong. Okay? He goes in front of the Utah legislator and he says, These people aren't cursed. You're wrong. Utah cannot be a slave territory. You're wrong. Okay.
1: That's true. That was not
2: a. We can have dual. So the (laughs) will be fine in the temple, but the others (laughs) can work on the field. That's not how it did it. Okay. All right. So 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 sometimes there is no there is no both at the same time. Sometimes you're at a crossroads, which bring so this.
1: Well, we we gotta let Zach talk too because I said one last
2: thing. One last thing. This (laughs) podcast is a perfect case study of the the point I was making. As Mormons, we we see it
1: right here. Are you wearing what? pants, Quake? It looks like you don't. <laughs> <wear a shirt.
2: laughs> hey, yeah. That was all. Uh, yeah, that was that oh, was. It looks like, like like a
1: whole like, Zoom thing where
3: Are
2: you're you in a shirt, shirt, shirt on no pants. In COVID days. Are you in it's a very dress, bro? Shirt. Okay, you know. Here's what I'm
1: saying. And then we got to cut to Zach because okay, yes, I, yes. I made a this, joke. This podcast is it.
2: the perfect case study of when I said, "As Latter-day Saints, we say follow the prophet and we say seek personal revelation." But what happens when your personal revelation? Goes against what the prophet says fill in the blank and Cardin every time you've talked you have done a beautiful job illustrating up until then and then when you get to the fill in the blank blank you don't fill in the blank.
1: I would say my default when in doubt and I was in serious doubt would be to follow the prophet and there's actually and I'm a little bit hypocritical against myself and I am calling myself out and I'm actually I'm telling you right now something I'm going through on this show. We have spoken a lot about that right there, our name. When Christensen came out and said, or sorry, Russell M. Nelson first came out and said we should restrict the use of the word Mormons, right? And he reiterated that. By that time I'd already started my show, made all the logos. It was nowhere in cyberspace. You know what I'm saying? But the church hadn't really picked it up. Right. And so it was kind of this nebulous thing where we knew in our personal speech we should avoid it. But they hadn't really gone after like the podcasts and the blogs and so on and so forth until Christensen gets up and he said, hey, look, faithful podcasts will avoid the use of the word Mormon. Well, that actually has caused a lot of angst to me because I'm like, I don't want to leave Mormon just to all the anti people in cyberspace. So now search engine optimization goes completely to our haters and those that hate us. At the same token, I want to, quote, follow the prophet. OK, or at least follow the apostles. So I actually I talked to my bishop about it, talked to my stake president about it. I talked to um, I, I prayed about it a lot. And That's where we came up with this kind of fun middle ground of midnight strike through Mormons where okay We don't call ourselves midnight Mormons we're midnight strike through Mormons, which is kind of a funny joke But I always thought a new name would come along and even my bishop said that he said if you really feel that it's not appropriate He's like I'm all for you know limiting how we call ourselves Mormons instead of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but I, I don't think the prophets necessarily telling you, you have to burn your podcast the ground and start all over from scratch and he said I'm sure that the right name when it's time to get named will come. And whenever I prayed about what should we be called, I had a bigger stupor of thought about our new names than I did about getting rid of the old one. And I was gonna call ourselves Christ or Chaos, but then we get into the TITS problem with this is the show. Remember all the boomers said, oh no, it's not. It's T-I-S, because the T is silent. I said, that's not what the internet's gonna say, bro. If you name our show, this is the show, they're gonna call it. And sure enough, what were they calling it? What yeah. is Christ Your Chaos? C-O-C. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna be the director, the director, and. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you wouldn't yeah. be the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, at the end of the day, it's just like, I, I'm still working out in this show and the name of this show. I haven't had that revelatory aha moment where the new name has come to me, but I do feel to a certain extent under prophetic direction to limit the use and, if not excise the name Mormon from my podcast. So that's where the strike through comes from. And now I do kind of feel like I'm in this limbo area where I, 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 I am. I have that prophetic conflict with that personal revelation, and unless I'm Steve Young, the NFL quarterback that's getting away with winning Super Bowls by playing on Sunday. I think unless you're that level, you better just not play football on Sunday. Does that make sense?
2: It, it, it makes sense. I still think we're go- we're going around the, the chalkboard. I-